Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Fun at Work Day. Tony, do you like having fun at work? Apparently, Tony's having fun somewhere else. Nowhere else, nowhere to oh. be found, Mike. Oh, wow. Let's see. He Here bailed the on you. A basement, an attic, or a golf course. <laughs> Got to be one of those three. Not a bad gig. Not a no. bad gig. Pretty good gig, totally. Welcome to PTI. Mr. Kornheiser has decided that napping is more important than you, so here to do his work for him is our great friend, Mr. Frank Isola. I see the cheering section. That I see. <laughs> Tony, I don't see. Let's start with Sunday's conference championship games in the NFL. The AFC matchup features Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs on the road in Baltimore to face Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Frank? You leaning toward the champs or the overall number one seed? Yeah, I like it. You mentioned Patrick Mahomes in an AFC championship game. It's now becoming a tradition. Every time you turn around, it's Patrick Mahomes. And last week, I wanted Buffalo to win just because it's Buffalo. They never win anything. But I thought Mahomes beating him would be difficult. I think it'll be difficult on Sunday for the Baltimore Ravens. Think about this. Mahomes in his career with the Chiefs, they've been the underdog 11 times. He's won eight of the games outright. He's, he's played Baltimore four times in a regular season. The Chiefs have beaten Lamar Jackson and the Ravens three out of the four times. The edge that Baltimore will have is defensively. Buffalo was not good defensively. They had to come up with a stop at some point in the first three quarters of the game to give them a chance. And Lamar Jackson, I love the way he played in the second half. And I think it all started with that short second half kickoff. And, you know, uh, they started at midfield. He was a little shaky in the first half. Lamar Jackson, if he plays like that, on Sunday, they got a chance, but I find it hard at this point to still pick against the great Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, you know, the great Patrick Mahomes can't win every game, just like the great Tom Brady couldn't win every game, even though it seems he did in retrospect. The great Joe Montana couldn't win every game. The great John Elway couldn't win every game. The great Brett Favre couldn't win every game. You don't win every <laughs> right. game, all right? And Patrick Mahomes is not going to win Sunday. The Baltimore Ravens are going to win Sunday at home, and Lamar Jackson is going to play up to that level. It doesn't mean that Lamar Jackson will win eight of the next ten matchups or four of the next five. I mean, we're not, not looking at all that. Everybody wants to introduce some sort of larger element to this. No. This is Sunday. This is a championship game coming off Lamar Jackson playing well. And I expect the Baltimore Ravens and that defense to figure out a way to stop Patrick Mahomes. This once. Yeah. Maybe not next year. Maybe not year after that. We may look back and Patrick Mahomes may have won seven out of nine matchups with Baltimore. But not this one. It's Baltimore's time. They're the better team. Kansas City's had one good offensive game in about the last 10, but, but it their seems defense to me that's is better. an exaggeration. Their defense has been good, but their defense ain't Baltimore's defense. It's close. It isn't. It's close, though. But it isn't. It isn't <laughs> Baltimore's defense. Baltimore's defense is Baltimore's defense, which, by the way, has delivered them as many Super Bowl championships in the recent era well, that's... as Kansas City. Yep. They've each got a couple. I hear people on this network say, oh, Kansas City's got so many championships. No, they don't. They have two. That's a lot. It's not more than the Ravens. I expect, I mean, I expect the Ravens by whatever means necessary. And I don't mean a blowout. I don't mean convincing. I don't mean dominating. I expect the Ravens, Frank, to win the game. Think about the Ravens this year. They're 7-3 and three against playoff teams. And the point differential is a plus 138. 
And here's it's another interesting stat for you. It's a beat down. Since Steve Spagnola has been the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs since 2019, in the regular season, they've given up 26 rushing touchdowns to the opposing quarterback. That's the most in the NFL. Guess who's playing and quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? Guess what? And if yes. I'm the Ravens, I'm going to do what Buffalo should have been doing. If the game is close, just snap the ball back to your quarterback. Let him make a play. Let Either him running. Yes. Or, why was Josh Buffalo Allen handing off in this game that. in the fourth we quarter? We agree. We, told, it, it we may disagree on our picks, but we agree <laughs> on the way you go about this, Frank. I, I said that last Sunday during real just time. Kill him. What is Buffalo doing? You got Josh Allen. Thank you. Balls in his hands. Let's go. Baltimore's not going to make – they better not make that mistake or they will lose. Yeah. The tight end, Mark Andrews, he's back for Baltimore. Joe Tooney, the Pro Bowl guard for the Chiefs, is out. So that's something to watch. All right. Over in the NFC, the Lions are in Santa Clara to face the 49ers. Detroit is led by the down-to-earth Dan Campbell, while San Francisco, of course, is masterminded by Kyle Shanahan. The Niners are favored by seven, but Booker McFarland said yesterday with the guys that he liked the Lions to pull the upset. Mike, do you? I do. Really? And that last image we saw of Mr. Goff, that's, that's who I like in this. Okay, he's won this game. He's done this. I like Detroit in this situation, and I like the position of quarterback and the person playing the position to make the difference. Again, it only needs to be a small one. It's a tougher task playing on the road in San Francisco. With the 49ers, let's face it, it's been a while since they've won actually cashed it and won. You know, they don't want to become the Cowboys, where it's just promises and whispers every year. They want to do this, and they've got a history, even more recently than the Cowboys, maybe only one year, of winning. Yep. So, I, But I like Detroit. And, 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 Frank, this is not about X's and O's. Again, that inspiration that people think they observe from the Lions, I think the Lions feel that. And I think that, Dan, that Campbell is more than just a guy who inspires He's also got weapons. He knows how to deploy yep. them. He seems unafraid to play the power game when he needs to, and he's not going to get too cute by half. I like the Lions in this game, even though, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see to you that the 49ers are probably a better team. I might take their roster. I might. But the Lions have enough weapons on offense where they shouldn't be scared of anybody no. or feel they're overmatched by the 49ers. Yeah, and that's why they got to run the ball because since week 15, the 49ers ranked 28th in the league in rushing defense, so they have to do a better job there. Now, Brock Purdy last week, I was not impressed by him until that final drive of the game, and that was impressive. So it doesn't matter how you get there. you got to win a game, and this is how these quarterback make, quarterbacks make their bones in the postseason, are those game-winning drives. But I also wasn't that impressed with the 49ers' defense up until the last series by Jordan Love. But Detroit, they're America's – you know, everyone is falling in love with this team. I think a big part of it is can they get to Brock Purdy? Aiden Hutchinson – the last four games has eight sacks. I think you got to pressure him, get him out of the pocket, because when he's scrambling around, and last week it, it could be a wet day, he was having trouble gripping the ball. Brock Purdy cleared a major hurdle last week. No one is going to sit here and tell you he's not a quality player, but there's still something to prove here. He was a little shaky at moments. Oh, that defense was shaky at moments, too. There's a lot to prove. You're in a championship game. And, again, look, they everybody, both sides, everybody has a lot to prove. I, I don't see any difference in the stakes. I just see Detroit having one of those inspired performances. And the 49ers, by the way, historically, they've had some clunkers at home in the playoffs. I've covered them. Yeah. I've seen them lose when they've been the big favorite. And you go, oh, the Niners are going to walk into – No. Doesn't always happen that way. Let's move to college basketball, 
were unbeaten. Number one, South Carolina, top defending champion LSU in Baton Rouge last night. Tigers led late, but Angel Reese fouled out with four minutes to go. The Gamecocks closed with an 11-3 run to win by six. After the game, LSU coach Kim Mulkey said, quote, losing the way we did sent a message that we're not going away, close quote. Message. <laughs> Frank, did it send a message to you, and if so, what? No. Nah. Now, the message might be that maybe Kim is getting NIL money with the Coca-Cola logo that she was wearing on her jacket. <laughs> the message is that South Carolina is the best team. They're 18-0. They're and the best 0. team. Mike, yeah. they're 28-0 and 0 in their last 28 road games. That is not easy to do. And when they've trailed by double digits like they did last night, they're 10-0 in their last 10 games and they've trailed by double digits. They are the best team. They were the best team last year. What happened was they got picked off in the semifinals against Iowa. So, LSU, they're the champ, absolutely. You, we've seen this before, Mike. Sometimes you catch a break in tournament play. Roger Federer won the French Open because Rafael Nadal got knocked out before Federer had to play him about 10 years ago. This happens. So, I don't think there's a statement. LSU, yes, they're the champs, but make no mistake about it. South Carolina, you saw their guard play, the center transfer that they got from uh, Syracuse. Cardoza, she's terrific. South Carolina is the better team right now. Yeah, I think so, Frank. And I'll say this. I think that one of the great things that Kim Mulkey does that makes her a championship coach many times over is she sends messages to her team. That's right. And she may do that publicly. And the great coaches can do that. The message wasn't to us. The message wasn't to anybody else. The message is to her team, and she seems to make sure they get it. And that's great. That's fine. The rest of us, I, there's no message from me, for me. There's no message to be taken. South Carolina, for now, is the better team. You mentioned what happened in the tournament last year. You're so right. When you get that chance, when somebody picks off an opponent you might struggle with, you better cash it in. That's right. And LSU and did. did. And it shows you, reminds you how great a player Angel Reese is and that she's the closer. They need her. She may not have to take the shots at the end of the game, but she needs to be there to anchor that team at the end of the game, and she couldn't play even the great players foul out. South Carolina's a better team right now. Dawn Staley, by the way, knows what she's doing yep. at a championship level. And so if you ask me, what do I want to see again in, in whether it's, I don't know, the last couple of days of March or the first couple of days of April, I want to see LSU South Carolina one more time. I'd like to actually be there because that atmosphere was something cool My, last night. And, Mike, Mike, the one thing, too, about the schedule, think about this. Now, uh, South Carolina has played Maryland, Duke, North Carolina, Utah. LSU, their schedule, no, you know, no offense to these programs, but McNeese they've played. They've played Northwestern State. Michael Wilbon is not on the board at Northwestern State. They've, not played, State, no. they've played Queens, and not, that's not Jerry Seinfeld's school. That's the school in North Carolina. So their schedule has not been as tough as South Carolina. Now, South Carolina is willing to take on the big teams, and they're 18-0. I get it. They're not the defending champs. They're the best team in women's college basketball. Right now, right now, they, it seems they are. Let's take a break. We're coming up. How should the Heat feel about getting smoked at home by the Celtics? And what's the word for Novak Djokovic getting bounced from the Australian yeah, he was Open? Smoked too. He really was. Smoked. No. Northwestern State, you're not on the board. Pardon the interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. 
And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. Time to spank Frank and filling in blanks and what's the word? What's first? The Heat should feel blank after getting blown out at home by the Celtics. You know, Frank, I, I will say, and my answer is going to sort of be at odds with what I'm about to say first. I'm looking at this result. I'm looking at the score. And I'm thinking, do, do I want to turn over from LSU, South Carolina? Do I want to, <laughs> I was in a restaurant, do I want to have somebody click it? To turn over. And I'm looking at the score going, no, I don't want to click over. There's no point to it. I mean, I'm thinking Miami's going to really go on a tear here after getting that, making that trade and picking up somebody who can really score and 23 points a game and scary Terry Rozier and really help them. But you know what? My, my, my answer is nonplussed because you can't judge the heat like you judge everybody else. It doesn't matter what they do in January or even February or even March relative to other teams in the league who need to play early and get in that form. Non-plus because the Heat, it doesn't really matter. We've seen that. All right. So three postseasons ago, they did get swept by Milwaukee. Remember that. I'm going to go with the word that Eric Spolster used. He said humbled. They gave up 42 points in the first quarter, 77 in the first half. The starters for Boston were 33 of 55. The backups were 18 and 25. Mike, they have lost now. Five games in a row. In fact, they five play in, in New York tomorrow against the Knicks on ABC. The Knicks have won five in That's a row. That's right. We've got that game. But they lost the other. Now, I saw them Monday in Brooklyn. They were losing that game by 16. They came back and won. It easily could be a, a, uh, a six-game losing streak. But you look at what um, they've done defensively. It hasn't been good enough. And I wonder if there's another trade maybe going to come down the road. I understand they got Terry Rozier. Maybe Tyler Hero will be involved. That's a problem with that team, Ooh, Mike. Mike, that's a five-game losing streak. You think I, they're just going to snap out of it? Frank, yes, I do. I think they're going to work their way, not snap out of it, work their way out of it, that work. That's what Pat Riley and Eric Spolzer, when they wear heat culture, that's what that is. They're, it's they, working your they way out. Last Listen, night. We saw the Clippers go 0-6 with Harden, and they worked their way out to the best record in the league since December 1. Don't tell me Miami Mike, can't do that. Mike. We've seen it. They lost to the Memphis Grizzlies. They had nine know, available players. Vince Williams Jr. Get your program. Vince Williams yeah. Jr. was a high scorer. Gigi Jackson. And in today's installment of Do You Want to Feel Old? Scottie Pippen Jr. had a big game. 
They lost I'm gonna tonight. remind Wait, you of this. Even heard of. I'm going to remind At you home. of this in a week. You doubted heat culture. <laughs> we'll see. What's next? We'll see. It's blank that Novak Djokovic lost in the semifinals of the Australian Open. You know what? Um, I looked at some of this because I thought that Sinner could beat Joker. Yep. I didn't think he just, I mean, just blast him. And he did. And I think it's liberating Frank for the entire field. Because let's face it, I mean, Sinner, 22 years old, Sinner, you know, has this thing about him where he certainly isn't scared of anybody, and not Joker, but others in the field probably are scared of Djokovic still, but they don't have to be now. And I tell you what, when I say liberating, I don't just mean for the Australian Open where Sinner now goes to the final. I mean for the summer. I mean for the spring and summer yeah. as we move into the real slam season and big tournaments. I think this is liberating for all the other top, what, 20 players yeah. to see Joker go down like this because Sinner took him apart. Well, the word Could've is... Could have won in straights. The, the word is bellissimo because it's a great day for the Italians, and I get it. Yannick Sinner doesn't really sound Italian. Michael Wilbon sounds more Italian than Yannick <laughs> Sinner, I get it. But Sinner had beaten Jokic since last year's Wimbledon semis three out of the last four matches. Yeah. So maybe you're starting to see the change, and then you had Zverev drop... Uh, win the first two sets and lose the last three to uh, Daniil Medvedev. But you think about those players, Medvedev, Zverev, Djokovic, Sinner, and Alcaraz. Those five, you have to probably beat to win a major, at least two of them. Two of you them. might have to beat three of them. Good luck. Yeah. Try to be, you want to talk about yeah. needing people to knock yeah. off those players. If you're out of that, those five players, it's difficult to win a major because those guys are dominant. Frank, it's still kind of fun right now to introduce a new person relatively into the men's grouping, and you just talked about it, yep. because there's no more Federer, That's because right. we don't know about Nadal, because, you know, it's just, it's sort of fun to have center in that position right yep. now. That's the final word. Let's take one last break, but still to come, the NBA All-Star starters are set, but did people get it right? Should and, they be starting? And over in the Premier League, a major loss for Liverpool, and I'm not talking about the Beatles coming to the United States. It's bigger <laughs> than that. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vibla Vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Time to get happy, people. Happy 63rd birthday, Wayne Gretzky. The NHL's all-time scoring leader, and it ain't even close. Gretzky compiled 2,857 points and is more than 900 points clear of second place Yaramir Yager. Here's some of the hardware Gretzky collected. 10 Ross trophies as the league's top scorer, 
nine Hart trophies as the NHL MVP, two Conn Smythe trophies as the most valuable player in the playoffs, and four Stanley Cups, all with the Edmonton Oilers, of course. The current Oilers won their 15th straight last night, shutting out my Blackhawks 3-0. Their current star, Connor McDavid, scored two goals. I think one was an empty netter and assisted on another. It's amazing, Mike. We're alive in an era where you had Wayne Gretzky in the NHL, Michael Jordan in the NBA. The stat I love about Wayne Gretzky, if you take away his 894 goals, just wipe them away, he's still yeah. the all-time leader in points all in the leader. NHL. Yeah. Yeah. How does he do that? I'll get, we'll get a text from Bob Ryan. Bob, it's we love amazing. you, but Gretzky, not or. Yeah. Gretzky. Happy anniversary to the Chicago Bears on this day 38 years ago. The monsters, the true monsters of the Midway, trounced the Patriots in Super Bowl 20, 46 to 10. The Bears' overwhelming 46 defense sacked Tony Easton and Steve Grogan seven times. And at halftime, the Patriots had an almost incomprehensible minus 19 yards of offense. The Bears' defense was coached by Buddy Ryan and featured Hall of Famers Mike Singletary, Dan Hampton, and Richard Dent, the latter of whom won the Super Bowl MVP with a sack and a half, two forced fumbles, and a blocked pass. The Bears' overall record for that season was 18-1. They won their three postseason games by a cumulative score, Frank, of, listen up, 91-10. to and that includes beating the Giants 21-0 and the Rams 24-0. For my money, Lawrence Taylor is the best defensive player of all time. That Bears defense was unstoppable. And when they won the Super Bowl, as you know, Mike, they made one mistake, handing the ball to William Perry and not to Walter Payton yeah. to score that touchdown. One mistake. I know. I, I, we got, you know, we, got it. we do. We live with that. But that's the most dominating team, the most ferocious team ever. Yep. Happy trails to Liverpool for Jurgen Klopp, the hugely successful manager announced that he will leave Liverpool at the end of the season because he is running out of energy. The 56-year-old Klopp joined the club in the fall of 2015 and has guided them to, to a Premier League title, a Champions League title, an FA Cup, and a League Cup. Liverpool currently sits atop the Premier League table. After he departs, Klopp says he will not manage anywhere for at least a year and will never manage another club in England other than Liverpool. Mm, sounds like he's opening the door for maybe coming back after taking one year off. Now, they have it a does. chance to win this year, but Mo Salah is one of their star players. There's a chance that he could leave after the season. But Jurgen Klopp, you talk about energy, and a lot of it is spent complaining to the referees. But among managers, Pep Guardiola at Man City, you have Carlo Ancelotti at Real Madrid, but Jurgen Klopp is right up there. He has done an unbelievable job. And they could win all those trophies Listen, this year. They have he a ain't the only one. I'm running out of energy. And we're running out of show. Let's go to the big finish. The NBA All-Star starters are set. Frank, you got issues with it? I think I have the same issue that you have. What issue do you have? Who is it? Jalen Brunson. He should be a star. Jalen Brunson's got to be yep. there. And Anthony Edwards, too. Steph, yeah, they got to be there. I voted, for, I voted for both of them. Steph Curry hinted that he and Sabrina Ionescu could compete in the three-point contest. Do you like that? Love it. Brandon Staley will reportedly interview for the defensive coordinator jobs with the Rams, Packers, and Dolphins. Best fit? Mm, maybe the Dolphins. I'm not so sure about that one. The Blazers opted not to protest their loss to the Thunder. That makes sense to you. No protest. It does make sense. Last one. Cavaliers at Bucks in Milwaukee tonight. Who you got? I got the Cavs. I want to know something. I need someone who knows Doc Rivers. When is he coaching his first game? He's not coaching tonight. Tonight, he got time. He's got time. When is he coaching? Got to get out there I don't know. We're out of time. Thanks for watching. Maybe I'm Frank Isola. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. And now...
Here's Sports Center, Frank. Stick around.